0: Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 90 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Hey there, podcast friends. Welcome back to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. If you think that today's guest's name sounds familiar, well, you'd be right, because this is her second time on the She Who Dares podcast, and she is the first returning guest I've ever had on the show. Kristen Weaver is a photographer and an educator and a philanthropist, and today we're talking all about Interns. She has the most incredible internship program that I myself have modeled my own internship program after. And I can't wait for you to hear all about the different ways that she teaches her interns and that she helps them to become the future entrepreneurs or business leaders of tomorrow. This is so, so important for our industry and how they integrate into her business and some of the success stories she's had as well. Today's episode is so packed with nuggets that you can use to help you create your own internship program for your business. So make sure you have a notepad, a pen or pencil, and you're comfy because this is going to be such a good one. I can't wait for you to hear from my guest today, Kristen Weaver. Kristen Weaver, I am so, so
1: excited to talk to you today. How are you? Yay. I'm so good. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So, if you guys think this name sounds familiar, it's because Kristen is my very first returning guest on the She Who Dares podcast. I can't believe I have a returning <laughs> guest. This is so fun. So
1: exciting. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, Kristen was actually on episode 14 of the podcast, and we really kind of went through like her whole story of starting, you know, Kristen Weaver Photography, and she's been in business for 12 years. She's built, such an incredible brand. Like when you see a Kristen Weaver photo, you know, it's a Kristen Weaver photo immediately. And she's just got such strong branding and such strong marketing. I absolutely adore working with her. And so if you want to hear more about her whole story and kind of how she built all of that, then I'm going to send you back to episode 14 to hear all of the juicy details. But for today, if you don't know who my guest is, Kristen, can you just kind of give us an overview of who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, of course. So as you had mentioned, I am in my 12th year um, as a photographer. I am here in Orlando. And I like to say I'm a wedding photographer, but I really sort of have my hands into a lot of different things. I do some studio work for models. I even wrote a children's book. Last year, that was a COVID project of mine. (laughs) That's Um, fun. What's it called? It's called the Nashville Puppies. um, And it is about like animal rescue and fostering. And it's geared towards like kids to kind of understand the process a little bit. Um, And it's a true story, mostly a true story about a dog that we had fostered that had puppies in my house. And yeah, it's about how they kind of get like adopted and Uh. we foster. And yeah, it's super cute. I actually really love it.
0: Fun. Okay. I love it. And you
1: also make cards, right? Um, I do loosely. Uh it's an Etsy shop and we make pop culture stationery. Um, another COVID project, but we've actually sort of come to love it. It's it's a little random and it's a little funny. So
0: they're hysterical. I love them so much. I think because <laughs> I'm on TikTok so much and on Reels, and I mm. totally get all these references that you're missing. That you're making and I'm like, these are hysterical. (laughs) I love them so much. So you guys have to check out all of Kristen's projects because you really do have so many different things. But I think all of it comes back to this love of like branding and marketing, really, because that's what all of your projects seem to kind of go around is that creativity that kind of runs through your veins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I really, I love doing new things or different things. And it's actually one of the reasons that I really love photography because I feel like even though I've photographed weddings, every wedding is a different wedding. Mm -hmm. So it's never the same twice, but that just sort of fuels my love for, you know, like new things and like always being part of something new. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. So today we're going to talk about your internship program because I don't know if people know this, but you know, if you follow Kristen at all on social media, her interns are a huge part of her brand. And it's not just like, hey, I picked some random people to kind of like come to my studio a couple times a week. Like Kristen has this incredible internship program that has a beginning, an end, a whole activity syllabus in the middle. And her interns really learn so much while they're part of the Kristen Weaver brand. and I've always been super intrigued by this program. Kristen and I are both in the same market and we work together a lot. So I've picked her brain about it. I'm familiar with her syllabus and I just thought I want I want you to share this with other people because it's so amazing and Kristen, I don't know if you find this too, but I feel like in the wedding industry a lot of you know wedding business owners, will say, I need an intern, and I don't think they really understand the scope of what goes into having an intern. Would you say that's what you find too?
1: I would absolutely say that That I hear that so much. And it's really hard because I want to encourage people to do the research and bring in an internship program because I honestly think that it's so beneficial, not just for me and my business, but also you know, I, I find that we're responsible for bringing up the next generation of professionals and for anyone who ever went to college, even high school, you will probably, I I hear this all the time, but I agree with it. The real world is nothing like what they teach you. (laughs) And so they kind of teach you the basics and like, you know, Oh, you know how to use this program and you know how to do this research. But when you go into the real world, it's so different. And I really wanted a real world experience for students that is not always pretty. It's not always, you know, in the environment of a classroom setting, but you know, they come to weddings with us. They work on shoots with us. They sit in the office and edit with us. So it's a lot more real world, hands-on, Like, let's have you understand what it means to be a professional today. Mm -hmm. And then my goal is that as they sort of enter the work world, whether it's for someone else or as an entrepreneur themselves, that they bring that with them, you know, then we have this great, you know, the next generation and they're coming in and they're, they're professional and they're, they're smart about business. And it just makes all of us stronger, I think.
0: Yes. And it's it's really I think you totally hit the nail on the head is that while interns can be a, a an inexpensive way to have labor for your business, it's it's not okay <laughs> to have an intern and not really kind of um reciprocate with either pay or with education and it's really it is our job to bring up the next generation you know if we're going to have these amazing students that are working as part of our business one we have to understand that you know, they're not going to know all the things. We're not hiring somebody because of their knowledge. We're hiring them so that, you know, they can help us in our business, but so that we can teach them the ropes, we can show them what they're not learning in the classroom and that they can really understand all of that. So when they go into the workplace, so I love the way you described this. And I'd love for you to kind of um, tell everybody a little bit about what your internship program looks like, and then we'll kind of break it down from there.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, we start with like a basic um, job interview application process. And everything that I do and the way that I set it up is really to simulate like a real world experience. So a lot of these students really haven't gone through the process of you know submitting a resume and a cover letter. They may be working jobs that are more like, oh, come in, fill out an application and then you know, you have a very brief interview. So we do it more like to simulate real world experience. They will submit a resume and a cover letter. They're brought in for a round of interviews. There may be a second round of interviews. COVID changed that slightly where we switched to uh, Zoom interviews, of course, but the general process, you know, was still there. We select, or I should say I select, but I have a team. Um, I have two employees that work with me. And so they actually have a hand in it because they work closely with them as well. So as a team, we select applicants that we feel will work really well together. So we like a variety of experience levels of things that they're interested in. I should mention that although I'm a photographer, I think that I would say 80% of my interns over the past four to five years have not been photography uh related. Like they have not wanted to go into photography. Um so we do get quite a range of interests, but photography is actually like kind of low on the list, which I think is really interesting. It but is. I'm okay yeah.
0: with it. I, I always I love meeting your interns because so many of them, yeah, have have not really interest in photography, but really yeah. want to understand business and just the creative world and entrepreneurship. So, which you teach them all of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, following that, we bring them in as a team and they are meant to work together as a team. In fact, their first meeting is that they get to pick a team name. So, if, pe- <laughs> if people hear me referencing uh like the chicks, the kittens, the nuggets, the bees, <laughs> that is the name that they have chosen for themselves. And I don't question it. I think it's funny and it's always related around some sort of emoji so they can have a group chat. It's it's not quite as intuitive as you might think, but we have very basic needs
0: for that part. <laughs> I, I just think it's um, fun that they get to do that. And do you decide... <laughs> I, how do you decide how many people are going to be in a group? Is it always
1: a certain number of interns? We have gone from two to five. Okay. And it really just depends when they're coming in for these interviews. And I'm like, you know what? These three people would work really well together. And I feel like if we add another, it's going to disrupt that that sort of relationship. Yeah. Other times, I'm like, I could really see these five people working well together. Um, okay. Sometimes it's just two. It really depends on – how they interview and the type of people they are, I guess what I want to say is because it's a team, I don't want to bring in, let's say, five people who all need to be leaders. Okay. Um, you know, you want to sort of – I sort of look at the personality as a whole and I'm like, okay, these people will work really well. These are my delegators. These are more of my independent workers. You know, like they all have something that they can contribute. They all have a strength. So I like to sort of pair them up in that way. Okay. So yeah, it really just depends. So sometimes three, sometimes five, sometimes two. Um, I feel like my sweet spot is three. I feel like the interns that I've had in the past, when I do a team of three, that seems to be a really good working environment. Nobody really gets like, sometimes if it's four, they pair up a little yes, too much. and you know, So it's yeah, exactly. So I feel like three is a, a sweet spot, but it's not by any means like the hard and fast rule for me. Okay, So they will come in, they start working as a team. They actually fill out an internship contract. So I start with a contract so that their responsibilities are very clearly laid out for them. And also just giving the commitment to the company as far as like You know, yes, this is what we're going to do. And then they work together. They come up with a team motto. They come up with like their team name. They also make promises to each other of how they're going to act with each other. I guess I think I call it sort of like a mantra, but they always talk about, you know, how they're committing to each other, that they're going to be supportive to each other. They're going to be there if they need help and that kind of thing. And I think that's really important from the start in creating their team experience. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that they can lean on each other. So as much as they're learning from me, I want them to know that they have like a peer that is that is there for them and that they're all equally committed to being that person. Okay. We set up bi-weekly meeting. So there is every other week, There is a day that they will all work together with me and that's where the syllabus comes in, which we can talk about a little later, but I have a very regimented syllabus that they work on throughout the course of their internship. And then we just lay out some basic responsibilities. So when they come in, they will look at their syllabus and figure out what assignments they need to work on. And if they are completed with those assignments, which are all internship based, then they can sort of help us in the office with office tasks. But that's the general idea of like how it starts. We take team headshots, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then the internship process is it's about a six-month process. And through that, we have like team parties, usually Christmas falls in there. So we do a cute little decorating party. <laughs> and then the end of their internship, they do their biweekly meetings. They learn a lot. We have a syllabus. They have assignments. But from the day they start to the day they finish, they work on their final project, Mm -hmm. which I know you're familiar with. But (laughs) their final project is a full-on plan execution of a styled shoot. Yes. And so that sort of brings together all the elements of all the things we talk about throughout the course of their internship, you know, working with vendors, working with clients, actually photographing an event. And then following that, they have their hand in culling the images, editing the images, and then submitting the images for publication. So it's sort of like a full process of everything they've learned over the six months of their internship. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. So I have like 19 (laughs) questions written down from all of that. I'm so excited. But one of the things that, well, one of the questions I was going to ask you is how long is the program? So is it about six months? Is that what
1: it's about six months? So we actually follow their their class schedule. Okay. And I should mention, not all of our interns are in college. um, And especially now with COVID, what a semester is 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 a little fuzzy uh, (laughs) because they do everything virtually. Right. But in the past, we have gone, we'll start in August we have tried to end in december which is the end of the internship mm-hmm. but we found that was actually just too fast and putting together a styled shoot in december was it was yeah. a complete nightmare <laughs> so we actually extended it to february okay. and so it tends to be a lot easier with that so we go from like mid or end of august until about the end of february which i i believe is is that six months?
0: Yeah, that's about six months. Yeah. And it does help a lot. You're right with the, with the style shoot. Cause I know our team helps a lot with the style shoots. What I think is really, really interesting. Cause when you first came to me years ago, we were talking about this and talking about style shoot. I was like, they put together a whole style shoot for an internship <laughs> program. But what's really interesting about it is that it really does help them. Like you really do let them just kind of go with it and you're kind of there if they need you. But, you know, they have to find the vendors. They have to decide... Mm you know they have to reach out to the vendors like you're not reaching out for them and saying hey will you do this you know it's it's very much their design their relationships i just find that really interesting and also it's helpful for them to understand communicating right with like my team yes. or with the <laughs> with their rental companies or understanding that they've got to give proper timing to people like to give them enough notice mm-hmm. and it's not just if they were to put together a style shoe, it comes with building relationships and how to network and how to leverage your relationships as a business owner.
1: And honestly, I think that this is one of those things that really evolved through me doing the internship Mm -hmm. was like, maybe the first time I did it, I said, okay, you're going to be responsible for emailing the vendors that you want to work with. And before that, even they had to research and put down their top three vendors and you know, we already have a mood board established. So I was like, now you have to research, let's say florists, who fits that style. You can't just reach out to any florist and say, hey, can you do what I'm asking you to do? But (laughs) you want to figure out who fits that style. One thing I I didn't really think of at the beginning was, can they write a professional email? (laughs) Yes. And so I was very surprised when they were like, well, how do I address this person (laughs) or um what do i say or you know and i was like okay so we need we need to go to basics for for some people and and that's okay like that's why i'm here mm-hmm. you are familiar with the fact that we send out thank you cards after our weddings mm-hmm. and we had an intern that has never in their life addressed an envelope so i actually had to sit with them and teach them how to address an envelope and i'm not saying that in a way that's like oh gosh can you believe it I can absolutely believe it because I don't know that these interns were born after 2000. Yeah, they had. I don't know how many envelopes. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Maybe if their mom made them do thank you cards for a graduation.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, I have a 15-year-old, as you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. still shocked. Like I I used to be able to write a letter (laughs) when I was her age, you know, well, and for sure address a letter and know where to put a stamp. But I've (laughs) randomly had her send, you know, thank you cards for birthdays and stuff. And it it always surprises me when she's like, mom, wait a second, how do you address it? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's again, like you said, it's not necessarily bad. On her, we don't have to do it that often, you know. They don't have to do it that often. I don't even have to do it that often anymore. (laughs) You know, so thank you.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, like my mom, the reason I do thank you cards now is is all thanks to my mother, who my entire life was the thank you card queen. (laughs) But when I planned my own wedding, I even had the hardest time. With the etiquette of properly addressing, mm-hmm. like, my guests, you know, is it doctor and Mrs.? Is it, you know, Mr. and Ms. Like, even those things were so complicated to me. Yeah. And I had spent my whole life writing them. So, yeah, I don't think of it as like necessarily a bad thing. I just am constantly finding out new things that I'm like, oh, okay, like, we need to make sure that you know how to do this. Like, I want to make sure that when they're sending an email, to these vendors that I already have a relationship with, mm-hmm. that they are professional. They're explaining exactly what they need. You know, certain things like they would contact, I'm going to use a florist because it's just the easiest thing I can do, yeah. where they say, hey, you know, I'm putting together a style shoot, part of this internship program. It was beautifully written, but there was no information. <laughs> and so we got into this point where I said, you know what, you really need to give them an idea of what you're looking for for deliverable wise, because it's, you know, them needing to provide one bouquet versus them needing to provide a bouquet, a Mm headpiece, five like table arrangements, plus an arch are going to be two different levels of commitment. So even just things like that, it's, it's, actually been great for me, you know, because I've gotten better at those practices myself Mm -hmm. just from working with interns on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is all so helpful and you don't even think about it, right? When we think even just, I'm going to take myself, for instance, when I think about bringing on our intern in my head, what I'm thinking, I want them to learn is, you know, the behind the scenes of a wedding, executing a wedding, maybe how to have phone communication with a client, meeting our vendors. But some of these things you're talking about, it just really doesn't cross your mind. And it's so, so important, especially with the generation coming up. I they don't mm-hmm. need to send emails when they text, they use no punctuation or grammar. Like so, <laughs> you know, so being able yeah. to know how to do those things and explaining why it's important is is huge. And it's it's something that we just don't even realize that we're gonna be teaching our interns. And so I love that you do this with them and there's so much depth to the program. So can you tell us a little bit about, are your interns paid? I want to kind of ask about that because I know people are like, okay, so tell me more about the dollars and cents.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So my interns are not paid and I want to be, this is kind of where it's really good to come into like sort of the laws of having an unpaid intern because they're an intern. And in my experience, most of them are students. It's really important that they're, they're following the legal part from the Department of Labor about what that means and how that's okay. For me, I am going to sort of preface this whole thing by saying my internship program is a ton of time for me. And it's not a whole lot of, I'm going to say like, benefit to the business in the sense of I can't just have them doing the jobs that are like busy work or things that need to get done and there's no educational aspect for them. So I don't want people thinking it's a lot of time. Like for me, I have to develop my syllabus. I have to make sure I'm, you know, monitoring and like being there for the interns as they have assignments. We have biweekly meetings. And there are times when I am having an absolutely crazy week and i i don't have 3 hours for a meeting but it's scheduled and i have to have it so it's really important that i stay committed to them that i don't let you know my business sort of take over and they don't have the experience that they need to have. right? So that's super important. And I want to, there's a seven part test from the department of labor okay. as far as like, you know, how you conduct an internship. And so I want to kind of go over a couple of those right off the bat is that you have to make it really clear. It's an unpaid internship. If it is indeed unpaid, it has to be like, you have to give training in an educational environment. You have to be able to provide hands-on experience. That's really important. The internship should tie in with their academic coursework or they can receive academic credit. So, again, I don't have a lot of interns that come in as photography related necessarily. I do have a lot, though. um, I'll never forget my first intern was studying set design, which I thought was really interesting. That is interesting. (laughs) But her entire, yeah, her entire internship sort of revolved around planning the styled shoot, which In turn, ended up getting her a really big assistant production job in Los Angeles. And now she's a producer. Very cool. And she still to this day, yeah. And she still to this day credits me for the experience because she said she learned how to do a timeline, how to manage vendors, how to set budgets, like all of those things that as a producer, she has to do. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I had no experience with any of that. And so, all of the experience that she basically gave them to get this job was my internship. (laughs) So that worked out great, but it has to sort of fall in with the academic calendar. And one of the things with that is that like when they have Christmas break, um, I think they call it winter break. I'm not sure, but I don't require them to work. We don't have meetings, like that kind of thing. If it's finals week, they are not required to come in or to do their hours. The school will always sort of take precedence. Right. um, And they can't obviously miss any classes or anything like that and then use the internship as an excuse. (laughs) So we are extremely forgiving on things like finals weeks, midterms, and breaks. Okay, It needs to have a set time frame. So basically it has to have an end date oh, okay. because you don't want a situation where <laughs> they just are still here working for free <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. So that's why we do have a very specific, like the internship ends at this time. And then they need to be under close supervision. So they're not meant to replace employees or like, let's say independent contractors or anyone doing it. They they more need to be supervised and have tasks that they can do, but they're not meant to just work independently on things for your business necessarily. Okay. And this is an important one. They're not entitled to a job at the conclusion of the internship. So there can't be a promise of employment. Mm-hmm. Like, And this is why it gets sticky. You can't be like, well, if you work for me for free, <laughs> I maybe could open up a job for you you know, later. And right. then you kind of hang that over their head So you can't do that. Like that's sort of a big no-no as well. So they leave the internship uh, with no intention of staying. Now I have had a lot of interns asked to stay (laughs) (laughs) and I I have actually hired interns past their internship, but it's never something that is discussed, alluded to, or even brought up as an option. They usually come in knowing that my team is set they can actually go to my team for help as well, um, but there aren't openings. Right. <laughs> so if an opening happens down the line, they can apply for it just like anyone else, but it's there's never any kind of like, oh, well, maybe in the future <laughs> kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. I think this is super helpful in, in really thinking through each of those things because unpaid internships are can be very beneficial, um, but you have to provide them something <laughs> In return. You can't just have somebody working for your business yeah. for free. It doesn't work that way. And when you said, Kristen, you know, this takes up a lot of your time, your internship program in particular, because you really are so invested in the education of these people. Now, one of the questions I have for you is what do they do for your business? Because we've talked a lot about what you do for the interns, right? Is do they do anything that does help your business or is this more a program for you? That's just specific to kind of move up the next generation.
1: Oh gosh. They do things for my business, but it's probably not the, the way you would think. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I find that they do more for me personally. I get a lot of, Oh gosh, what is that feeling when you like, you feel so like happy and wholesome in your heart. (laughs) Um, I get a lot of that from my intern. Okay. Um, I love the team environment, but they do, you know, when I give them tasks, sometimes it's to call a wedding because they have to know how to pick a good photo, for instance. But I wouldn't say it's like this huge benefit to my business okay. in that sense. Like they might write some thank you cards. They might set up for a studio shoot that I have, but that kind of thing is, is pretty like menial sort of compared more to the fact that like, I feel like I just get a lot of benefit myself Mm -hmm. in, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that I'm like a, like a mom, I guess, because I get excited for them when they have wins and I help them when they're going through, like things are struggling with, you know, we've had vendors for styled shoots drop out at the last minute. And um, I've had you know interns who don't sleep the week before their style shoot because <laughs> they're so stressed, and like those are the things that like I just I feel really proud, yeah, you know, of them and like what they accomplish. So I don't know. I think it's more of just a thing that I really enjoy. I love seeing them succeed, and I love seeing them like create this sort of team environment. I feel like each internship group has a different dynamic the one group I had before this last one, they were sort of my TikTok era. They (laughs) started doing TikToks randomly with them and they all kind of blew up. And then people like my followers on TikTok got to know my interns and they would talk about them like they were their best friends. And I remember we did this TikTok where I have probably twelve rolls of gray paper, <laughs> and for like studio shoots, or like it's like background paper. Right, they all fell out of my cabinet, and Kellen had to like organize them by color, and she could not figure out what gray was what gray because they all had <laughs> different names. But you don't know, so we made it a TikTok, and I sort of joked in the caption, you know, they're all click baby captions, and I was like. Uh, Kellen has to figure out this color gray or she's fired. And people were mad. They were <laughs> like, we stand, Kellen, like this was your fault. Like, it's so funny to me. It had like, I don't know, 500,000 views or something crazy. crazy. And people, yeah, people were, they, they just really come to know and love the interns. And so it really, I think for my business, I think it just ends up becoming an extension of my business that is really fun. And just people like people really connect with my interns. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, I love it. I don't know if that answers your question, but.
0: No, I mean, (laughs) it does. And what I, I knew that, but I think what I wanted everybody to hear is that, you know, you can really have various different reasons to have an internship. You know, Kristen's reason Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily to have additional help because in all honesty, most of the time, well, all of the time, probably you're spending a lot (laughs) more time then they are really giving back to your business. Does that make like, that's what I was kind of trying to get to is that this is more of a way for you to have, you know, to be able to give back and be able to train up the next generation and while they're helpful for your business, it's probably more in your branding and marketing than anything else, right? That they're really playing a huge part.
1: Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. And I want to say, like, I um, I hate telling this story because I would never want my intern to feel bad, but it's almost like a shout out to the vendors as well because I'll tell you what. I mean, I have a great relationship with our our vendors here locally, but they are the MVPs for also dealing with my intern sometimes. Um, (laughs) And uh, just for a context in terms of like, you know, it's not always super exciting, fun things, but we did an intern's styled shoot final project. She was responsible for picking up and returning the gown from the bridal salon that we had pulled from, who was a very close vendor friend of ours. Uh, She took it back, and when they opened the bag, we didn't actually use – they gave us several gowns, but we didn't actually use the one in question, but it was destroyed. We don't know what happened to it. We pretty much had eyes on it the whole time, but it looked like a car had run over it like six times. What? Uh, Yeah. Oh, it's a crazy story. But ultimately – the person who's responsible for that is me. Right. You know, so I'm doing twofold where I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, okay, to the, to my vendor friends who had so graciously loaned us this gown, I'm, you know, I'm trying to like fix it. Like, I'm so sorry. I will pay for it. You know, I, like, and this is a whole wedding gown. <laughs> right? And then to my intern, to my intern, I'm trying to do the whole, okay, So what happened? Are you sure nothing happened? And, you know, she swore up and down, like she has no idea what happened to it. And it's like, okay, I believe you. We just need to fix this. So, you know, it's like, you're kind of taking it. This is the, you know, sort of the chance where you can make mistakes and then you have somebody in your corner saying, okay, let's figure out how to move forward and fix this. And to the vendor, I'm like, what do I have to do to fix this? I will fix this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, right.
0: Yeah, because it is ultimately
1: your your reputation. Yeah. So it's definitely something as much as I – it's, it's a, a good place for the interns to have a safe space that, you know, hopefully if something ever happened, you know, that was crazy and unexpected moving forward in her, you know, future endeavors, she'll be able to sort of learn from how we handled mm-hmm. that experience and say, okay, you know, like – the world isn't ending cuz you know is is i mean you know she was crying and and uh-huh. the girls who worked for me were like oh my gosh what happened like this is crazy like <laughs> and you know it's my job to kind of calm everyone down and say <laughs> not the end of the world. We will right. take care of this. We'll figure out what to do. And like I said, luckily, the bridal salon was was so great about it and they they shipped the gown to New York and and some magician got the whole thing cleaned up <laughs> and it ended up being okay in the end. But like I said, the vendors are the ones who um I really have to kind of like shout out because <laughs> they 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 really embrace the interns. And I think the more I do it, the more they understand the process and they've been really good with my interns and just, you know, also helping them sort of along the way and, and helping teach them. So I, I very much appreciate that from them as well. Yeah.
0: And we based our internship program on yours. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before the show and I'm like, it is nothing to the degree that you do, because this is crazy and amazing. And I, I always, every year think to myself, could I pull off Kristen's program? Like, <laughs> could I pull off the? and then I'm like, no. Um, and, but we did, you know, if anybody's out there and you're listening and you're like, I love this concept, but I do need them to be able to be helpful in my business. If that's just where you are in your business. I went to Kristen. I said, I need help putting together a program that makes sense. She was so gracious to give me some of the information from her program. And so we've kind of tweaked it to be that we do take it very seriously. There's a be- defined beginning and a defined end. We typically only bring on one person and we pour hundred percent of our energy into that one person, just because we feel like that's what our capacity is. We pay our intern, but that's only because we're required to from the local school for them to get class credit. They have to, there's a certain dollar amount that they're to be paid to get the school credit. And so that's something that is a little bit different about ours. We do spend days in the office with them. We have dedicated time with our interns. They work with each of our staff members to kind of learn more about their job. They shadow other vendors in our industry. So like we have them shadow with one of the DJs that we work with, shadow with photographers, photographer, shadow with a florist, so that they can kind of learn all the different things. But where they're the most helpful to us is that their assistance on wedding day, which is a huge piece of what we do as wedding planners. And they do do some of the internal tasks in the office. So things like, you know, ordering office supplies or making sure all of our emergency kits are um, updated after that weekend's wedding It was really all based off of Kristen's program because she has this just really great way of helping us to turn the table on what an internship is. So many of us think it's free labor or it's cheap labor, and we just want them to come in and we expect them to know all the things. And that's just not what they're there for. They're there because they don't know all the things. That's why they're free or cheap, right? (laughs) Um, And so it's our job to really understand that when you bring an intern into your business, it is your job to make sure that they are learning from you they can help you. They can, they can do tasks. They can be part of your business, but you have to understand that they're there to understand what the real world looks like because their school is only going to teach them what's in a textbook. Yeah. So Kristen, you are creating or have created kind of a checklist, right? Of how to create an internship program similar to yours.
1: Yes. Yes, I have.
0: If you click the link in the show notes, you can get that freebie that is really kind of going to give you a step-by-step on how to create an internship program for your own business and how you can kind of do what I did and use Kristen's framework to create one for your business that's going to be perfect for you. And then, Kristen, where can people find you online?
1: So my website is KristenWeaver.com and my Instagram is KristenWeaverPhoto. Those are pretty much where I like live. Those are where I spend most of my time. So those are going to be the easiest places. Um, And then I'm on Facebook as well. And I still kind of use Facebook, the dinosaur that it is. So if anyone wants to find me there, I am also there. I love it. You guys, if you
0: haven't already, make sure that you're following Kristen on Instagram. Go say hi to her over on Clubhouse. Tell her how much you loved this episode. And make sure to click the link in the show notes to grab her internship checklist. I know that it will be so beneficial to you because I myself have used it. So, so, so excited about this. Kristen, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And thanks for spreading the word about what an internship program looks like. Yes. Oh my gosh. So important. So important.
0: Okay, so who's ready to go ahead and just start creating their own internship program? I am so excited about Kristen really developing this into a program that we can all benefit and learn from. And one of the things I'm most excited about is that she's going to be doing a clubhouse on the morning show for Wedding Pros on Tuesday, July 20th, and her interns are actually going to be on the show with her, answering questions and Really, telling you all about their experience and what they love, and maybe what they don't love as well about being an intern. So, if you're interested in creating your own, definitely make sure that you tune in to the Morning Show for Wedding Pros on Clubhouse. It's at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, July 20th. And hey, if you still need an invite to Clubhouse, we have them for you. There's a link in the show notes that you can click, it'll take you right into Clubhouse. You can create your own account and join the morning show for Wedding Crows Club right there from that link. So if you need an invite, click the link below and I hope to see you in that Clubhouse episode. You guys, thank you so much for joining me every single week. I'll see you again next time.
1: here's the thing.
0: You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Grow CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to dish the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months.